We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is the Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wellbriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Hey, uh, Unspoken word. Episode one eighteen, the wealth episode. You gotta do your witch So what do Mexicans do better than Frenchies? The water. The water? They do it water? <laughs> do they do water better? <laughs> they do it <laughs> The sparkling water, correct? Correct. Ah-ho. Let's not confuse things. I wonder if there's a crow word for Frenchies because Mexican. Frenchies? French? French? What do you say, French? There's got to be because there's, uh, there's a lot of French around here. So I know. Maybe we got crows over there too in Paris. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. wonder if we should ask that guy at Old Elk. We should uh, DM him. DM him? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, what's French and crow? You just might send pictures. Or Out of the blue, huh? <laughs> <laughs> How do you say Absalaga in Francois? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. The rabbit hole goes deeper. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Over here to my left, all the way from L. Jesus, number 83 in the place to be, Randy B, the pod god, he say, show Hey, hey. <laughs> I feel like a hero. <laughs> that definitely was not me making the sound effects. That was our sound effect guy. Yeah, He's in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> and over He's here to booth. my right, all the way from Baba Nino, Nino, Nino. Hey, Nino. He's your resident sensei. He's your favorite Indian, JCB. Say, Shoda. Shoda. Okay. Ow. How and Hoka Hey on my relations. Hey, You can't sing that. It's too powerful. <laughs> Little man's song is too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know me. All the way from Arrow Creek up the road. Mo hugs, not drugs. Where that pave is not road. Uh, who? Hey So that's the trio of unspoken words. We're here tonight for episode 118 and we're fired up. We're fired up. Fired up. Say the roof. The roof. 
The roof is on fire. The roof. The roof. The roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Let the. Uh, oh, no. Let the mother father burn. <laughs> burn, mother father. Burn. <laughs> that, man. Mother father. <laughs> this goes out to all you mother fathers out there. <laughs> and you mother fathers and the mother fathers. <laughs> I was about to cuss. That mother father out, but I didn't want no trouble. <laughs> no, we got some good news tonight, right? Uh-huh. But we can't officially announce it, but it was some great news. Uh-huh. And you heard it here first. Oh, So don't yes. tell anybody. Don't, don't tell nobody. Tell nobody. Especially your, your call ass. Don't, don't tell Andy's. They're going to go to sweat tonight and gossip. So don't <laughs> tell them. <laughs> Uh yeah. So hey, um, how's your guys' week going? It's not bad. It's not bad. Good now. Great. Mm-hmm. It just suddenly spiked. I'll tell you that. I know it went from the busiest day ever to like, oh hell yeah, man! This is the best day. Walking on sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah. Not to bring the mood down, but like, I got some questions for us. So, what is like? Some of the craziest stuff on your guys' bucket list. I know you guys probably thought about it. We're in that, uh, what is it, midlife. We're in that era in our lives. Uh, I'm me, sure you saw it. I'm in the prime of my youth. <laughs> yeah, you look it. <laughs> <laughs> what are some like um, things that are on your bucket list that kind of seem kind of out there maybe? Or just anything on your bucket list, like two or three things. Two or three. Well, I know before I mentioned that I got to get to Fenway. Uh-huh. Um, something that's out there. You know what I would like to try is to rock climb, like, one of those those, those famous places like El Capitan. Okay. Like, but that t- that's another level of skill. Like, you can't just go climb around. Oh, yeah. Like, train like, for, like, a year or probably more. Like like how we used to do in prior. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snake Butte and Belknap, too. But... um. Yeah, that that'd be freaking awesome. That would be to do like the rock climbing. Yeah, dude, that'd be amazing. I um, yeah, it's funny that you say that because I just seen somebody as a native. I mm-hmm. think was trying to climb the be the first native to climb the summit at Mount Everest. Is it over? Yeah, is that play? I think I I think it was. Could be dog. That'd be dope, man. Yeah, I you could hang a movies. unspoken words flag up there. Yeah. And then just like, or how they put their little finger on the tip of that rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then you can ski down. <laughs> ski down. <laughs> Get your inner tube. Find Yeti. Get your inner tube. Take a selfie with Yeti. See you at the bottom. Disappear. <laughs> 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 take your inner tube. <laughs> just head out. <laughs> All right. See you later. <laughs> yeah, that that'd be all. I like. I I'm, in, but realistically, I know that's gonna that that's gonna be out there. But because, like I said, the level of skill that it takes just to even try to try mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. But man, that would be. I think that would be awesome. Like even like if you could just go up like a little side of side part of it. Yeah. Like that would count. I think. Like, yeah. They have real. like a bunny hill for. Rock climbing. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking like a bunny hill forever. So I was like, huh. <laughs> what's that bunny? That, that too. Is, that, is it called Bunny Hill at uh, Red Lodge? I don't know. I've never been skiing. Before. Remember that little beginner? Oh, Miami Beach or something in it? I don't know. I've never been. Never been skiing. 
Man, I went once, bro. I ain't never went back. Man, I probably, I don't know. Because skiing always happens, like, during basketball season, so yeah. I was always scared to get hurt. Yeah. Or, like, true, you know, true. blow out a knee or roll an ankle or just F up my legs or something, so I never went. Yeah. I passed on all skiing trips. I remember when, when I was younger. I remember when I was little one Christmas, I got these, these little cheap pair of skis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the the bindings weren't even... Like attached, they were um, springs, or you know, like like on a screen door when you open it. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Back, it was like that it would hold what? your feet on there. <laughs> what? That's and we were living nuts. in Missoula at the time, and I remember there was this little. It was, to me, it was huge, but it was yeah. probably only about four feet high. Yeah, a little slope. <laughs> All right, that was cool. <laughs> Go back to the top and do it again. <laughs> That's cool, that was man. my only experience skiing. <laughs> I've been sledding a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Guys, ever, like, we used to have um, some snowshoes out of my collars, like oh, snowshoes yeah. and like yeah, yeah, cross-country yeah. skis. Huh. Yeah, but we never never used them? I think we went cross-country skiing in school. Oh, okay. Like sixth or seventh grade, if I remember right. Heard that's a wicked workout, huh? I probably wouldn't do it today. Yeah, it was a cardio. Very <laughs> sore for days. Remember, um, remember that part on uh, Nutty Professor at the beginning? I'm a pony. I'm a pony. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that Richard Simmons dude? Yeah. The parody of him? Yeah. That would be yeah. in my thing, eh? My head <laughs> I'm, if I'm cross-country skiing. <laughs> I'm a pony. I'm a pony. Keeping your rhythm to it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he bought the rhythm. That's funny. <laughs> what about you? What about you? What, what's... Uh, a couple of things. I'd uh, go shark. i go Swimming of sharks. Dive. Oh, my gosh. But, like, in one of those cages, remember? Because, like, I grew up watching Shark Week with my dad, and there's, like, they take these ships out there into the ocean, and then they drop those cages. Like, they'll put some chum out there, and all these sharks come. And then, like, you go and jump in that cage, and you're, like, in the water, but then protected by that cage. Oh, I do that. I do that. Hell, yeah, I do oh, that. That's scary, man. And I go skydiving, like, multiple times. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that- yeah I would do that. I'd try it. Would you go like those cages? Do they just go like drop to the bottom? No, no, no. They just sit on top. They have like floaties oh, on them. Okay. Oh, and then they're it. connected to the ship somehow, some way. So you're just at the surface. And then like, yeah, those sharks come up and. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. But I don't, I couldn't handle that, dude. I just could not do it. I think I could do it. Like if I was in the cage, it was like super reinforced steel metal. I think it would take everything in me just to get on the boat and go out there. Oh, for real? Let alone get in that one. No, because I've been to the ocean, and I didn't like it at all. Oh, for real? It was just like I went up to, like, maybe my knees. Oh, yeah, yeah. You told us this story, yeah. And it was just something about it that just gave me the heebie-jeebies, and I got out. I couldn't do it. Huh. Huh. It's not like the river. It's not like you know the lakes that you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been swimming in the ocean. Like that you I almost say that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that, man. It's just something in there that hates just... that song. Why? I don't know. Because I think the, like my cousin played it out. Oh, <laughs> like back on where like sixth that. grade. That's when yeah. it came out, man. She played it all the <laughs> flipping time that spring. So now when I hear that song, I turn it off. I can't even listen to it. It still played out for me. That's how I was with Little Caesars for a long time. Like, I couldn't eat Little Caesars pizza. Oh, for real? For a long time because we used to wait until, like, the end of uh, lunch. And oh, we yeah. would go and So, like, back then, I think slices were, like, 50 cents. Mm-hmm. They would drop down to, like, a quarter. Oh, for real? You yeah. Like four for a dollar? Dog, we'd spend, like, five dollars on pizza, you know? Oh, so. original, hot and ready? Yeah. 
slices. Word, word. Okay, I don't know if this applies, but oh wait, wait, wait. You, oh, you, you, your bucket list. Oh, uh, me, my bucket list. It just kind of popped up, but it was uh, so like LeBron James is ready to beat uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record, and I think man, it would be awesome because I read that tickets and the nosebleeds are like three fifty right now, uh, oh, and to- they're they're estimating that he'll break the record on February 9th in Milwaukee. Oh, okay. Because he only needs 188 points as of last night. Milwaukee. But, I mean, I think that would be cool because, like, when did uh, Kareem break the record, you know? Like, bro, like, it was a long time ago. I think it was, like, 1870-something. JC, were you at that game? (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding, bro. (laughs) It's okay, it's okay. Yeah, they had peach bags. <laughs> <laughs> they were playing in their dress shoes. <laughs> they really had fringes on the side. <laughs> Some tassels. Oh, hey, that's too far. <laughs> what? what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. chill. <laughs> but yeah, just to go uh, witness history, right? Yeah, just to witness history, like sports history, I think that would be awesome. And so, I, yeah, I'd go. I, I don't know if you guys would know the answer him. to this question, but like, um, I'd boo him. Who's, I'd boo him. Who's who's an active player that's closest on the list for scoring? Points, yeah, it's uh, LeBron. No, 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 no. Oh, I don't After know. Who, I don't know who's next. I don't know who's next. Because I know it's. Kareem and then uh, I don't Malone, think any active, Jordan, but he's played twenty years. Or no, Kobe bro. and then Jordan active. Yeah. You're talking about? Hold on. Yeah. Let me see. Highest. Man, I can't even think of anything, anybody that's. I'm just, I'm, you know, like trying to put it in perspective because, like you said, it took, uh, what, or when Kareem wrote this it, it was is like. year 20. Like in the 80s. Yeah. So, probably was there. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was the 80s. You go, hmm. Okay, LeBron um, is 37,813, and James Harden. Is twenty three thousand eight hundred ninety five, and he's the second one. That's fourteen. It's LeBron, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. Oh, okay. No, no, KD. Wait, wait, wait. LeBron, Carmelo, KD, James Harden, and Westbrook are the top mm, five. Okay, that's gonna. What about yeah. Curry? Where's is he? Where's Steph that? is. Oh man. So down. all these guys have like a thousand games, and Steph is like eight hundred and fifty nine. He already has twenty one thousand. I think Steph. Did you watch that? Last night? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that video where it says, like, Steph turns chaos into buckets? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's crazy, huh? Mm -hmm. Because he did that the other night. Remember, he got the ball, like, right by half court, and then he shot and made it? Yeah. And then now (laughs) you guys are looking at me. I I think I'm still in shock, man. Man, it's crazy, bro. Like, I can't even think about anything. I know. I did, but focus the, here. the reason why I was watching that game was because I like to watch John Morant. I think that's my new favorite player. Him and Luca. Yeah. You know, those two are all, all, all stop every You got to watch A1. Anthony Edwards. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro, he, he's, yeah, year three. Yeah, he was dunking on dudes the other night. Yeah. And he was just like, he was just like, he, he just kind of looked like he casually drove the ball. And didn't look like he was going to do anything, man. He just rose up and double-handed on this dude. And I was just like, what? Was they're playing that line? Unreal. Yeah. Like, he just, like, from the hash, that hash march, like, outside the key, that's when he just rose up. 
And he just ran into this guy and just like double handed him. Boom. And I was like, what the? Yeah. That boy crazy, dude. That's just nuts. And it was just, it looked casual as hell. Yeah. Like it just effortless. Yep. Easy. Effortless. Just like drove the lane. He's probably going like, you know, I always tell my kids, like, if you're fast as this 10, just go at a five or a six, man. He's probably going like at a four of his max speed. And then he just rose up. And threw it down. I was like, what the hell is that? I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, it's all over. I like watching those YouTube highlight <laughs> videos. Heck yes. They're fun, huh? The, when they summarize the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll do one more, and then we'll jump right into our speak on it. Is that cool? Yeah. All right, which celebrity do you shamelessly follow in the news or social media or whatever? Which celebrity? Yeah, do you, like, kind of... Our celebrity crush, or you know who kind of got like gets me like that is Coyle Ray. I have no idea. She's a is. young woman, but like just her like confidence. Mm. So like she kind of gets publicly shamed for like being uh, body shamed because she's like real skinny. Oh, but it's like her confidence and her dad is uh, Benzino, I believe, and she's not really like a. Um, I don't know. You. I can appreciate the work that she puts into her craft, right? Uh-huh. But, like, I just kind of connect, like, with her, like, her confidence. Yeah. She's like, man, I don't care what you guys think of me. Um, she don't look bad. She's very pretty. She's just, like, really skinny. Uh-huh. But it's like they body shame her. They, like, say all kinds of mean stuff to her. And it's like, man. For real? Yeah. Huh. But I'm in the music. I don't really rock. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, so I, she's a musician then. Yeah, a hip-hopper. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have no idea. Idea. I don't keep up to date on <clears throat> the new artists or anything in any genre, actually. What about you? Celebrity. Uh, I was thinking about it. I can't really say there's any, like, one. I I usually go with, like, what's trending. Like, Derek, you know, Derek Jeter? Der- <laughs> <laughs> this interview is over. Hashtag as Yankees. As he's wearing a Boston hat. <laughs> This, this interview was over. His bedazzled Boston hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I, for, I forgot what I was going to say. See, not see what you did. You just sorry. My no, bad. No, uh, my apologies. <laughs> what about you? I can't say. But but yeah, I was, well, what I was going to say was that like um like you know like what's trending like like you flip through the stories and oh did you guys see this or like the the last couple of them I I've been wa- I watched was um that Wednesday dance. Oh. Ortega? Uh, oh yeah, Jenna Ortega, and yeah, then that, yeah. and then the one after that was that one that that doll does on Megan. Oh yeah, that was too creepy. I never followed yeah. any of that. I mean, I just you know like watch the clips of it and just check it out. Things like that, like uh, you know things that are, people are talking about, and so it kind of oh, piques okay. my yeah, curiosity. Yeah. 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 So so I guess I'm kind of like the same thing, like kind of what's popping. So like Willie Jack, I can't remember the actor's name, but like Paulina Alexis. Yeah. So like when I'm watching the episode or when the episode drops, then I'm like all into it, and then like. So I'm like following her on Instagram and face page. So then there's like a lot of posts about her. So I'm like every post I'm reading and like looking into it. If there's a link, I go to the link and read up on if there's an article and stuff. That's cool because I mean. Because that's the, my favorite character that's in the show. Say. Yeah, I was yeah, say yeah. of all the characters, that was my favorite from the beginning. Yeah. Um, I did hear that I like when I was seeing her biography or like her filmography or whatever they call it. Yeah. That she was on Ghostbusters Afterlife. And I remember watching it, so I went back and rewatched it. Huh. And she's just in the background. Oh, for real? Yeah, like that group of friends that, that that guy meets that girl at the drive-in. On what now? Is that the Ghostbusters, the new one? Okay. Oh, the, the one with the, the kids? The women? 
Oh, so she no, was no. acting oh, before? The kids one? Yeah, like the, like the like the guy with the glasses that Ghostbuster Egon is his name, but he has a daughter, and then her his daughter has kids, and they move to his old house way out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, there's like an even newer one. Yeah, it's called after, after the girl one. Yeah, it's called uh, after, after the woman life. one. Oh, so she was an actor life. before the Reservation yeah. Dogs. I don't. Did that come out before? It's relatively new. I want to say within the last I've two or three years. Man, that's cool. Like she probably shot like the first season of Reservation Dogs and then got this other gig to be an extra. Yeah. yeah, she. But she was in, like she doesn't really have any. She didn't have. She speaks in the background. You can tell it's her, but yeah. she's kind of like a. But it's still, it, it was yeah. pretty cool, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool to see him, like, oh, native representation, huh? Yeah, I just remember, like, there's this link to an article, like, when she did Indian Relay. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. what? And I just, like, I read that whole article, and I looked for anything that was on that Indian Relay thing. And so I was like, this one article, yeah, there's an article about, they interviewed her dad, and she was just like, he was like, yeah, I was totally freaked out, like. My anxiety was through the roof. I could I could barely even watch the relay, but she wanted to do it, and I wanted to support her, so I went with her and all this. And I was just like, what? Man, that's crazy. Huh? That's that's no joke, bro. No, I don't know. I ain't relay. no joke. Yeah. No, sir. No, sirry, Bob. Yeah. But, yeah, like, just, like, a lot of the trending stuff, like, it'll probably mm-hmm. change tomorrow and the next day. and then. Yeah, I don't really, yeah. I don't know. That's about it. I mean, I think younger years, like, um, probably like high school. Yeah, like my hero was The Rock. So anything in The Rock, I was into The Rock. Who's your celebrity crush? The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I already said it. I already said it like three times. <laughs> I call him Dwayne. <laughs> How about your celebrity crush when you're a kid? That's not so incriminating for me anyway. Celebrity crush when you're a kid. As a kid, I don't know. Like, I think I was just like any other kid that liked the pretty girls on the. Like Saved by the Bell? Yeah. Yeah. What was their names? Uh, I can't remember. Kelly. Um, Kelly was, Clarkson. No, Kelly Kapowski. Mm. Um. And then what was the uh, what was the Lisa was the was the black girl, uh-huh. and then Kelly Lisa and Screech. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot, but but yeah, RIP RIP Mario um, Lopez. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay, what about you? Celebrity crush when you were a kid? When I was a kid, oh man, let's see, Drew Barrymore. Okay, okay, what did you see her in? Um, I remember seeing her in, uh, what's that? Oh man, I can't even remember the name of that movie, but she's like a psycho in it. 51st Dates. Before, was it before that? I'm just I'm trying to, I can't even remember the name of that. <laughs> oh man. Um, was I it that remember. one with that Courtney Cox and Drew Barrymore when they were like Catwoman? No, <laughs> Catwoman. No, remember they were like in Florida and they they like teamed up with their... Is that Drew Barrymore? Am I thinking of the right movie? I don't know. You mean Charlie's Angels? No, remember they one? go to Florida and they like try to frame this freaking like college teacher or whatever? Hmm. Oh, they, Final like, Jeopardy or something like that? Man, oh. I forgot what it is, but they're like, they're really like crazy girls that are like killing people. 
Welcome to the Vague Show. Oh, hey, yeah, we, haven't, we haven't been here oh. in a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, and there's water. Uh, something things, right? Uh, let me check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something things. Is it stra- <laughs> not Stranger Things? No, it's, I know what you mean. Wild Things? I think it is like Wild Things or something. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's um, Nev that, Campbell. Oh, that's not. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Denise Richards. You were uh, way off. <laughs> You were you were close. <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I can't, all I remember is like Swanson. that one season. <laughs> was when she was on a swing. Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. That's it. You're out. You're out. What about you? On a swing? Yeah. That's the mm. only part I remember. I don't even know what that. Oh yeah, that swing. <laughs> That's even more vague than a vague show. Uh, um, what's that one? We did it on that. Um, what song is it then? I was trying to think of the song. I was going to sing the song. Jeez, The Rock. Jeez. It was Paula, no, it wasn't Paula, Randy, Paula Abdul. Huh? Oh, okay. Yeah, remember that. Um, I forget what the name of that song is. I was trying to think of it, but she was like dancing with a cartoon cat. I thought that was really cool, and I thought she was real pretty. Oh, uh, yeah, that cartoon uh, wolf guy. Was it a wolf? I thought it was a cat. Oh, it was a cat. My yeah. bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah. like dancing through the whole video with him. Do you remember that? Opposite the track. That. Yeah, I don't remember that. Because like, remember back in the day, the only time we could watch videos, music videos, was Friday night videos, and you had yeah. to stay up till eleven. And I would always stay up with like my on MTV. Siblings. I'm, I'm no, just on regular TV. My channel eight. Music videos. Music videos. Dog. I remember, you had to stay up uh, late though. <clears throat> when I was a kid, we used to watch. Like we had Quota Territory. We didn't have Billings channels. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, we had like, yeah, the South Dakota Spearfish. Oh, yeah, uh, Belfouche, Spearfish, Rapid City. I think that's why I still rock with Color Eight today because that's like the only channel we could get out there out in the country. Yeah, we used to get. No, that was the only one we didn't get. It like it came in all blurry and fuzzy. Yeah, for real, because that's what everybody says. Because everybody rocks with Q two out there, except for us way up there. We could only get color eight. Huh? That was like the only channel that came in clear every single time. But remember, like if you could turn your antenna, if you yeah. pointed your antenna a certain way, it comes in better. Yeah. But my my grandma, for some odd reason, she put her antenna in the attic. Because <laughs> what? Well, I mean, it never. Yeah. It never really dawned on. Because I was like, oh man, I want to try that. Because I seen one of my friends do that. Yeah, they yeah. went outside and turned their antenna. Yeah. And so with I the TV that, pole, yeah, yeah. With the TV, but so I figured, well, man, I never thought about that. So it never occurred to me. Hey, we didn't even have an antenna. So I asked, yeah. And she goes, "Oh, it's up there." And so I went and I looked. It wasn't on the roof. <laughs> and then come to find out, it was in the attic. Like, yeah. Like you know, like there's a not yeah. not really an attic, but you know the a little tiny crawl yeah, space, like yeah. the opposite of a crawl space. Yeah. Like the top of a teepee. And I asked, "Why come he did that?" And she <laughs> said, "So nobody, so nobody would steal it." <laughs> Hey, man, she, she is a, a woman ahead of her time. <laughs> Y'all lived in housing, though, man. That was a good Y'all one. Got, yeah, you might go like back in here. Like a couple of teepees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's we should do that. Like Crow Fear, put an antenna on your <laughs> You should. On your yeah. oh. <laughs> so you can watch TV. You know, it was crazy, too. Is, man, it was huge. Like, it took up a whole half of that. Yeah. That I remember, place. yeah, we used to have big old ones. All those big, like, where they like silver. Yeah, there's like a silver thing going down the middle, and then all these kind of gold, bronze things. Yeah. Man, we across. were never cool enough to have an antenna. You <laughs> never we did? were grassroots, bro. Yeah. Dang, it's cold My hangers, grandma huh? did, yeah, but oh. I don't remember us having like a antenna. We probably did, though. Bunny ears? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, yeah, we had the bunny ears and stuff, but not like the one on the top. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, we had the TV pole. It was outside the house, and like one of us would go outside and turn it, and the other one would open the window and like turn it some more. And, <laughs> oh, right there, stay right there, stay right there. Like for NBA finals and stuff. Yeah, try to get the clearest picture. <laughs> I remember one of the homies said, "Wow, we need a pole for our antenna." Yeah. I was like, "I know where there's some old TV poles." And went up, went up the road and got it. And we were in a car. <laughs> yeah. So he held it on this side, and yeah. I held it on this side, and then we. <clears throat> Had to drive down the road like that with one one TV pole, oh. <laughs> holding it outside the window. Should have put some meat on there, <laughs> <laughs> some bologna, <laughs> some dried bologna, yeah, dried bologna with the red strings hanging. While you're watching TV, <laughs> red strings really hanging. <laughs> you guys are really in a pickup too. <laughs> really in a pickup. <laughs> I wish they had a truck. <laughs> Oh, that's you didn't catch that up. <laughs> no. no, you're like you're in a pickup truck, and both of you guys are arms are out the window, hanging out the TV pole. <laughs> you could just throw it in bed. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, all right, all right. You guys, we're warmed up, man. Let's get into this. We're gonna do our monthly speak on it here on unspoken words. So, DJ, if you're ready, why don't you hit me with that? Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. Speak on it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. All right, stop what you're doing because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny, but y'all making money. See, so your world, I hope you're ready for me to gather round. I'm the new fool in town and my sound's laid down by the underground. Aho, you know me, Mo Hugs, not drugs, and this is my monthly speak on it. And today, um, found this meme. I don't know if it's a meme, but it's just this quote from a page I follow called Word Porn. I wanted to talk about this quote today <clears throat> um, and then get the perspective of the Padgati and your favorite Indian. Yes. The quote is, I don't encourage false positivity. Be sad when you're sad. Cry if you must. Be angry if you are. Let it out. Then let it go. Honor your emotions, but always choose to dwell on the positive ones. And <clears throat> like for real, for reals, like that spoke to me this week when I seen that. Because just going through some things, you know, with uh, kids and just personal life, just life happening, you know, life happening, life on life's terms, things happen. Uh, it's not if things will happen, it's when. Um I come to find out in my 40 years on this flat earth and um, <laughs> in all my wisdom, in all my years on flat earth, I've come to this conclusion. Um, but like, so walking the red road, I got to, I can't deny myself feeling my emotions. I can't, if something's upsetting, I got to feel it. But I really like what the quote says, like, feel it, honor it. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, I think I've, I've said this before on the podcast, like <clears throat> something bad's happening. I feel it. If something good's happening, I feel it. It's a beautiful thing because today I get to, I allow, I get to f allow myself to feel these things and then deal and feel in a good way. 
And <clears throat> there's, you know, just some things that happened that I could have gone down, down and out, but didn't. I uh, reached, got my toolbox, used my tools to help me get through it, reached out to my accountability people, um, prayed about it, smudged and prayed about it, and <clears throat> like just worked my way through it, looking for the best way to respond. And a lot of it was keeping my mouth shut, actually. Um, and then looking for opportunities to do the next best thing. Um, but allowing myself to feel my emotions throughout that whole thing, even though some things were harder than others to deal with, but just, and as I got through these things, it was so much like the gratitude was there. Like I was thankful to about it. Yeah. And humbled that I'm able to do these things in, in a better way in a good way, deal with these things rather than in the past, I would have been like effort a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, people would have been cussed out. Um, feelings would have been hurt. And like, I <clears throat> um, could be on the path to using or the old me would have probably got drunk and did a lot of damage, but to get through these things in a good way. And then, Like the saying within Wellbrighty, you know, conflict proceeds clarity. Like that was real big, man. I was just like playing in my head the whole time, even when I was pissed off. I was like, ah, just wanted to go on the war path. But, you know, conflict proceeds clarity. I said, okay, I got to get through this conflict or deal with it in a healthy way. Then the clarity will come. And it was just, so I'm in that, just getting over that hump, you know. And it's like, okay, cool, boom get great news today. I was like, oh man, there's that clarity. You know, if the old me, if I would have dug into my bag of tricks, I could have been using by now. All drunk and missed the great news that was delivered today. Missed out on that blessing. And it's just like, whoa. Man, there's a lot of st- a lot at stake. Um so just <clears throat> keeping that in mind and just thankful today that, you know, we don't have to do this alone. Definitely need God and responding is just like so much better than being reactive. And with that, I'll open it up to you two gentlemen. I, <clears throat> I like that. What you, what you started off with. Um, if you feel bad, feel bad. Just don't dwell on it. Kind of. Just to paraphrase, because, uh, man, it's funny you say that. It kind of almost really ties into what I was about to talk about. But I, to this day, I still find myself doing that. Like, I get lost in that trap. It, then to me, it's just a trap, and I know it, and I see it coming. Mm. But now, like, I think the, the most important part for me now is, like, I'm able to recognize it. Mm-hmm. And then you could just say, stop. Just just. In your mind, you can say it out loud. Just stop. Yeah, and then like like take a step back, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and that's something that. And I say a practice. It's a practice because I don't think I'll ever be like a professional at it. I think we just, you know, um, psychology says that we have certain things that are just hardwired into our brains. Yeah, um, but the ability to recognize it is 
um, the way to affect that positive change. Yeah. And so I think anymore, you know, I'm just able to recognize it. And then, like, we know you're, you're always talking about, oh, we, we, we didn't realize we had that choice. Yeah. Like, I thought I was a slave to my mind. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it's like I don't have to do that. I, I, I can, first of all, like, I, it's, it's helpful for me to be able to go, like, to one of you two or, you know, we sit in here, like, before we start or after we're done recording. And then just to say it out loud and say, hey, this is what I was thinking. Yeah. Or this is what I went through recently. And then boom, it's like, I, I don't have to hold that anymore. Yeah. And it's like, I can get rid of that. Um, but then it's replaced by the next thing, which is, you know, I guess part of it. But but to say that, you know, I don't have to dwell on it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like, okay, what are the positives? Like that, and that kind of goes back to gratitude too. Like, like, what am I grateful? What am I truly, honestly grateful for? Yeah. Is it like something I can hold in my hand? Or is it something that I can feel in my spirit and in my soul? Mm-hmm. Because I think that there's entirely, because one of those things you can take with you and one of them you got, you can't. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. I think, I, I think the part that really stuck out was like the false positivity, right? Like we mm. can act like everything is good. Like there's this saying, um, yeah, there, I, I, I won't go there. Um, but it's kind of like, <laughs> okay so it's like okay so uh in the bible this one guy was saying like all is well mm. and god had called him out like you say all is well and not everything is well you know what i mean yeah and i think it's important that we recognize those times and i feel like one of the benefits of recovery is being able to feel yeah. like whatever emotion you're going through like what you said like that like when you started sharing um Initially, when we started recording the podcast and, and you started sharing, like, man, I get to feel sad. Mm-hmm. I get to feel like, and a lot of you guys know, if you've been following our show, like, I've been in therapy um, mm-hmm. almost weekly since March, right? Like, but the more intentional I become in, like, becoming a better person on the inside, bro, like, it's hard. Yeah. Like, I have all these things pop up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like things that have to be, not have to be, but like, it's like, I'm seeing things that I need to work on and man, it's been the toughest season, but it's also been the most rewarding. Yes, sir. Um, and, and I think it really goes to like growing as an individual, realizing like, Hey, we can't take care of anything that we've done in the past, but this is what I'm willing to do today. I'm willing to be a better dad. I'm willing to be a better brother, willing to be a better person, uh, mm-hmm. be willing to be a better uh, community member and, and really, uh, because once we started, like for me, like I became an addict because I had no coping skills. I didn't know how mm-hmm. to deal with everything. If I was celebrating something, I was using. If I was grieving something, I was using. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was really no in between. It, it started out as fun, but it became a problem and destroyed my life. Right? Like, but yeah. but I think that's the beauty of like recognizing, like have like keeping it. Like, I hate to say, like, but like keeping it real, oh, yeah. you know, with yourself. And I think like we know we're growing as individuals when we call out our own BS. Yeah. It's not necessarily about the somebody else. It's really okay, so why am I out of pocket? Yeah. You know? Like so recently, like I've had to eliminate somebody from my life because every time I was around this person, man, it would bring out the toxicity in me. Mm. And the human side of me like wants to be like, man, like, hey, reach out. But yeah. I realize if I reach out, that behavior will continue. Yep. Um and it's hard. Uh-huh. 
but it's like, man, it sucks, God. Like, but this is what I'm going through, and it's crazy because, like, this has been like my verse through this whole, uh, this whole, um, everything, uh, this, everything that I'm going through right now. Hold on, mm-hmm. it's uh, Song of Songs, chapter two, verse fourteen and fifteen, um, and I'll read it from the Passion Translation. It's really like a really descriptive uh, translation of the Bible. Mm. If anybody, you know, is <clears throat> just starting out. and um, But Song of Songs is a, or the whole Passion Translation is a really good uh, version. But he says it here. Sorry. Sorry for the delay, guys. I wasn't ready. But it says, for you're my dove hidden in the split open rock. It was I who took you and hid you up high. In the secret stairway of the sky, let me see your radiant face and hear your sweet voice. How beautiful your eyes of worship and lovely your voice in prayer. But this is the one I want to talk about. He says, you must catch the troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship. For they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. Will you catch them and remove them for me? We will do it together. Mm. So basically what I take from that that verse is like God is it loves... Uh, when we worship and we pray, uh, God loves having that relationship with us. But even further, like he loves to walk us through these seasons. And, and another verse that I'm reminded of is in Psalms 23, one of the most famous Psalms. He says, I will lead you beside still waters. Mm-hmm. And when you think about a body of still waters, like it's usually clear, right? Like you can see like through. Mm-hmm. But also another part is like you're able to see your reflection. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where, like, for me, is where I'm at, like, calling out my own BS, realizing, like, not everything is on other people, but a lot of it is with me and how I respond, I react. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, it's been one of the most toughest seasons, but it's also been the most rewarding because it's like, man, I have a letter from God saying, I'm willing to walk through this with you. He's like, I'm leading you beside this. Like, man, embrace that. Embrace the sadness. Embrace the grief. I know it sucks to go there, but what we're doing is we're peeling off the Band-Aid. We're peeling off the scab so you can heal properly. Mm. Um, And that's kind of like what I get off that verse 15 is saying, man, you know what? Like, let's catch those things that we don't talk about. Let's catch those, you know, the the things that are, that, that, you know, where we struggle. Yeah. And he's saying, but you know what, man, even better, I'm going to do it with you. Yeah. You know, and, and I think, like, for me, it's been prompt. Like, man, it gives me comfort in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, because we all know, like, man, when the hardest part is working on ourselves, becoming Whoa. a better person. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's, like, right in line with, like, <clears throat> why I wanted to do this, that quote today was, like, that's what was coming, what was hitting me. And it's, like, confirmation of what you said. Confirmation of what was hitting me was, like, Okay, God's showing me what I need to work on. Yeah. You know, it's like these things are popping up, and I'm getting all fired up. And it's like, why am I getting so fired up? And it's like, okay, God, you need to let me know because I don't know why I'm getting so, you know. And it's like, you need to work on these things. And I was like, what? You yeah. Know? You know, so that's just you reading that scripture is just like confirmation definitely on what things and areas in my life where I'm still kind of giving myself the green light. Yeah. You know, and like. Instead of, like you said, casting that to God and be like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. It's yours. Yeah. I'm like casting it, but I'm reeling it in right away. <laughs> <laughs> I throw it, I'm like pulling it back. Yeah. Come so, um, yeah, I know that's definitely some 
huge confirmation there with that. And yeah, it's just like, but it's a beautiful thing. Like I always say that, you know, but it is like to be able to feel your feelings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I learned that early on with um, one of my sponsors <clears throat> around six, seven months. I was like, man, I don't even know why I'm feeling this way. Cause that's what I was taught, you know, like you shouldn't be feeling this way yeah. because of ABC and one, two, three. That, so that I was still in that mind state early on in recovery. So that's what I was telling him. I was like, man, I don't even know I'm feeling this way. And he stopped me. He's like, whoa, hold up right there. He's like, you, you're finally allowing yourself to feel these things. So you're finally allowing yourself. He's like, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. And like that just changed my whole perspective ever since, you know. Um, but yeah, seeing the positive, like JC said, like what's okay, what's the silver what's the silver lining? I always say there's no L's unless you learn if you learn from it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think you take an L when you just wallow in it. But if you're able to learn from it, then there you can then you don't take an L. Yeah. Um so I'm always looking for that, okay? So that's where that conflict proceeds clarity. Whenever I'm in a conflict or whenever I'm faced with something, I'm like, okay, I just gotta I just got to weather this storm because at the other end, you know, it's going to be the lesson. It's going to be the prosperity. It's going to be whatever, you know, there's going to be growth because ultimately when a rainstorm comes, it might be hectic. There might be some damage, but that water that it brings, you know, it provides growth. Refreshing. Yeah. Refreshment. Nourishment. But, uh, yeah, thank you for joining me on my Speak On It for January 2023. And that's all I got. So, DJ, go ahead and hit that beat, son. Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. On it. In it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. Uh, I, real quick, I just wanted to give a shout out to my dad, tell you guys a story. Um, yesterday, he gave me a text and said, uh, hey, can you come and put in put some death in my truck? So, like, I went over there about 6 o'clock and put that death in there. And then he goes, oh, we're going to this uh, place over here. Uh, meet us over there and we'll get you something to eat. And then after we were done eating, we were walking out, walking out to the cars like that. And he goes, all right. He goes, have fun tomorrow. He goes, what is it, 118? And I took me a second. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what he was talking about. And I, oh, podcast, he knew it was the next day, and he Come knew on. he knew what episode it was. That's Come awesome. On. And I was like, yeah, and I was like, yeah, so shout out to my pops, man. Yeah. He, like, Mr. He, Beaumont. He, he, yes. took, he, uh, he took me by surprise because I didn't know what he was talking about at first. And he goes, yeah, have fun tomorrow. What is it, 118? I'll be sure to listen. And he, That's awesome, man. That's I awesome. Like, oh, okay. But yeah. anyway, so, um, but yeah, let's just kind of keep rolling with what we were talking about earlier because, like, um see how how can i start this out like you know i always talk about my struggle with my own mind right like my own conspiracy theories about myself and you you guys know me like i kind of get over analytical sometimes overthink things and and just like really see things when they're not there like like my example is always with like artwork and stuff like yeah but look at that look at look at that oh a little smudge a little smudge and then like oh i didn't even notice that until you said something and but so like, and that's one of those things that, that's always been a problem. And I think, you know, in, in reflection and, and, and kind of going back and trying to 
you know, get to the root of things, I, I, I realized probably a long time ago that it had something to do with early childhood and being around somebody who was like domineering and just always made me uncomfortable, always made me feel like, like I always felt like I was doing something wrong mm. and I was never, I never felt safe. I never felt relaxed. Mm. I never felt as if anything I did was good enough and um, never to have any kind of acknowledgement of, you know, hey, I, I, I care about you or, you know, like here, here's a hug. None, yeah. of, none of that. And so I think that just carried over like throughout my life to where like I'm always thinking, okay, what am I doing? Like I can see the things around me that I'm doing good because people tell me like, hey, man, you know, they're always talking about the podcast. And you guys are doing a good job and, you know, you, you, you really bring something amazing to the table. And I think, but, you know, like waiting for that. Yeah. But. Yeah. And, and so like, I, and I, I know that's part of my, my, um, that's, that's probably the root cause of it. And so now it's like, it's like every time I get into situations, um, I have to, I have to, I really, really have to, um, be mindful of where I'm taking myself. Like, especially with, um, with positive feedback because, mm. cause it, it just, I don't want to it makes me feel awkward. It's like, okay, but when's the other shoe going to drop? Yeah. And I think that was my problem. Like early on before, like I would do good and then I would think, okay, but something's going to happen. I'm doing something wrong. So that means something bad's going to happen, but I can't stand this stress because I don't know when it's going to come. So I'm just going to screw it. F it. F it. And so, but I, and, and by God's grace, you know, I haven't been, that hasn't ever occurred to me. I just, you know, push through it and I use my, like my, my, I always say the first part about my recovery was always my spirituality. So that's what I lean on the most. And it got me to thinking about like, you know, uh, miracles. And, you know, I, we, I, I said, we, we probably don't even know uh, a fraction of the miracles that have happened to us. You know, mm -hmm. like they happen on, on the, uh, out of our view, not, you know, beyond our knowledge. But, I do know that there are instances and times where like I can't explain something and you know, like my, my desire to understand everything. And when I get to that point where like that, I can't explain it. My only thought could be is that, okay, this is divine. This is God given. This is, this is one of those miracles that we're talking about. Yeah. And so, um, what I, what I really kind of noticed was that like one particular thing in and of itself is amazing, right? But I noticed that that one thing was a launching pad to even better things, mm. right? Like, so that, it was amazing that that happened at the time, but the things that happened afterwards, mm -hmm. I think are just even more, like, I think that's the bigger miracle, right? Yeah. And so to be able to recognize that and see that, and then it's like, it, 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 um, it strengthens my faith. And so, um, like, I think everything, you know, going back to kind of what you were talking about, uh, our, our feelings and stuff and the things that we go through and Randy was saying, you know, some of the struggles that we go through, they suck. Oh, but I think everything that my faith dictates that everything is God given. So if everything is God given, then it has to be good, even though it's hard to go through. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, but, um, I heard it said, you know, like seeds don't struggle to grow. Mm. they just pop out of the ground and then they grow into mm. something, you know, 
they don't struggle. They just, they have to go through that growing process and then come, you know, break through the soil. Mm. And so I kind of think about it like that. And so I guess, you know, long story short to kind of wrap it all up is that I'm realizing now, or I'm, I guess I'm learning now to not look at it as good or bad, but that it just is. It's like, it's all part of something greater. Mm. And I have to have the faith and, and I pray for the strength and, and the people around me, like, okay, surround me with good people. Um, and of course you two came into my life and now we're like, we're thick as thieves, these guys. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, that's part of that miracle. And it's just like, man, t- today was another <laughs> example of it. It's like, boom. And it all goes back. I can probably pinpoint it like to, okay, so this is happening because of this little miracle back then. Mm-hmm. But that little miracle happened because of this other one that happened, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, and so it just like really strengthens me. And I think it's really, really helping me to see the overall picture mm-hmm. rather than sitting in one little space and saying, okay, this thing right here is going to bother me rather than saying, okay, this one thing right here is part of the process. Yeah. Mm. And so it's like this realization and, mm. um, I mean, I, I'd like to wrap it up with a really profound point, but I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll give it to you guys and see what you got out of it. Ah, it's real good. Just kidding. <laughs> real good. <laughs> real good. Ah, thanks for that feedback. That's our episode. No. No, I think that's kind of like what I'm starting to realize too. Like kind of what we were, what we were talking about a little bit ago in my my section of the speak on it was that like I'm starting to see the big picture. Okay. Okay. So through this whole thing, uh, through these kind of trials and tribulations that I've been going through since September 19th, you know, I entered into my winter season. And so things are hitting a little bit heavier. Things are like, you know, where in my fall and summer and spring, when things happen, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I can respond to that real easy. Then where, but then now it's like I'm wallowing in it. I'm like, ah, and I get fired up. Uh, so at the end, when I get through these things, I and I respond, and then it's like, okay, God's in control. God is in control, and He's equipped me with some tools and surrounded me with some people to help me get through this. Mm. And it's like I just got to use these tools and I got to utilize these people because God's in control. It's like what's hitting me, and like God, that's what I was getting from what you were saying. Yeah, same. Same. <laughs> Hashtag same. No, I think it's amazing that you're allowing yourself to go through that process, and it's kind of awesome to see that you're kind of getting enlightened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, you're looking for the lesson rather than concentrating on what you're going through. Mm. And I think, like, I've learned from that. I was like, man, this guy's really, like, speaking to me, you know, because I overthink. I overanalyze. Um, and it kind of leads into like what I want to talk about, but I'll kind of wait on that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I can appreciate your journey, bro. Like, man, just to see like where you're at and realize like, Hey man, like this is what I'm going through, but this is the process, you know, that like you're hanging on to those little seeds of hope, not little, but they're, they're, you know what I mean? Like you're hanging on to those seeds of hope because you know that you can trust in your creator. You know that you can trust in that relationship that you built with your maker, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, it's amazing, bro. Yeah. And I, I like, I like what you said there was, you know, um, focusing on the, the lesson rather than the problem. Yeah. yeah. 
I like I, the, for some odd reason, like a math problem jumped into my head. Like, yeah. oh man, I got to go through all these calculations and blah blah blah. Because I used to hate algebra. Yeah, not that it. it was hard. I just didn't like to do it. But yeah, you know, it. but rather than focusing on having to, um, figure it out or you know figure or rather than focusing on what the problem was, like in the end, say, okay, what did I learn? Yeah, or what am I going to learn? And then, like, okay, this is part of it. This is something that I obviously I need. I mean, that's another thing that my faith would dictate. Yeah, it's like I I won't give you needless things. I won't do anything that you can't handle, and mm-hmm. I won't give you things that you will not ultimately be good for your good and for my good and God's glory. Yeah, is basically how I see it. And and you know, this is part of it too. This this uh, podcast, like, I mean, this is probably the the main part of it right now. Yeah. Like I, I think about it all week, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> I was t- telling you guys about uh, my buddy Jerry at work, the mm-hmm. older gentleman. Yeah, and he was surprised. He goes because he, he always sees me on my phone. Yeah, and uh, I, I always check the stats and stuff. Yeah, and look at our uh, our um, dashboard. And he goes, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Oh, I'm checking my fan mail." You know, just <laughs> around. Yeah. So he, so he, he's like, you know, explain yourself. And so I explained it to him, and I was telling him about it. And he goes, oh, so we're sitting next to a celebrity. <laughs> and, he, and he goes, don't let it go to your fucking head. <laughs> and, you know, and hearing it from him, it just, because, yeah, yeah. like, he's so, like, he acts really sour. Like, he really acts yeah, like yeah. a grumpy old, but, you know. He's a it, sweetheart. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's, a, he's a big sweetheart. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, but the way he said it, and you know, knowing <laughs> knowing him, it just cracked me up. He goes, don't let it go to your head. But, yeah. and then, uh. Oh, you know, like, so now when he sees me go, you know, on my phone, he goes, goes, are you checking your fan mail? As in, <laughs> as in one mail? Yeah. <laughs> Tell him I said hi or something like that. Like, basically, like, you only got one one person to respond yeah, to. Yeah. yeah. Like, and so, like that, it's just, it's just so awesome that, that we, that we even get to do this. It's like, it like, it's like a mind-blowing thing. And it just goes back to what I was talking about earlier is that the little things that, you know, I went through just to get to this point. At the time, they seemed like I just blew them up, right? Yeah. Like, this is, whoa, why do I have to do this? Why am I going through this? Why am I so, you know, why do I feel so persecuted or whatever? Like, But looking back, it's like, okay, I went through that because that's training me for something else. It's building me up for this next thing. Mm -hmm. And because it's just like, and it just, it doesn't stop. There's just always another thing that, like, I... My mind is just continually blown like, yeah. by the the reach and, and, and the the inspiration and and the and the things that we are we're actually doing. And it, it to, even right now to say that it just sounds weird. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like to say that man, we are influencing uh, Native Americans in this country in a positive way, in a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, ultimately my goal is to help others and to try to, you know, be a be a be a bit of light in in, in the darkness. Yeah. Because that's what I needed. Yes. I, that's what I needed when I was going through my struggles. Mm. And, and so I think, you know, looking back and in hindsight, I realize now that I needed fuel for that fire, for that light to shine brighter. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, and just like on that note, like going back, <clears throat> we were talking about big picture, okay, these little things that happened in the past, you know, I'm just like, man, I'm grateful, like, you know, for everything that's happened, 
and those lessons that were learned in order for us to be here. Because I think on a couple episodes, we've talked about how <clears throat> our three paths cross at a like perfect time. And then, boom, this podcast was born. And then we talked about, well, what if there's supposed to be five of us? Or what if there's supposed to be four of us? But the other two made, didn't make the right decisions or didn't do the next best thing. So they're not sitting here with us. And I, I think about, about that. that. Yeah. And we, we, like, we kind of tripped out about that of one, on, on an episode once. I remember back about a year ago now. <clears throat> um, and then so, so different things. It's like little things like, um, like my cousin coming into my apartment when I was like full blown addiction summer at the end of the summer of 2015 and bawling me out and just throwing all that truth in my face. And that sparked me to like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm going to go detox and I'm going to sober up, you know. And then different ones from there coming into my life and helping me. And then me not pushing them off but accepting their help, you know, and just like just those little things all along the way till we got this started in the fall of 2020, you know, and it's just like, wow. And it's like that, you know, that just kind of highlights for me like God's in control. Mm-hmm. And, and okay, and here, now that you say that, remember my example was somebody telling me, oh, you got to go get a sponsor. Yeah. And my initial thought was, ah, there's one more person to tell me what to do. You <laughs> mother fathers. Like, I, well, why do I want to do that? Just want, you know, just mm-hmm. seeing the negative of it. But then immediately, like, oh, okay, I think I know a guy I can talk to about that. And, and then, you know, um, one thing led to another. And then another thing, too, is like, when you when you hit me up for the cross community reconciliation, okay, that sounds cool. All right, yeah. like that back then it was like it was more of a, he said suggestion, <laughs> yeah. But but in my mind, I'm like, okay, he's telling me to do something, so I better do it. <laughs> so I jumped in there on that, and then got to meet Randy, and then boom, and then like all of us meeting at like our 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 trajectories all meeting at this one point at that one time and we all had the same idea mm-hmm. and the same sort of um mindset as to how we wanted to move forward and like man i remember that conversation we had in uh the coffee shop over here the, i always want to call it it's going to be sheridan forever but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i remember i remember that that winter that winter coffee that mm-hmm. we had and man it was like that i wish we could have recorded that that conversation oh i know that would have been a good one. Good one. Yeah. That would have been a good one. Um, but even to go along with your thing, like, bro, like, I was flipping through IG the other day, and it's a freaking really popular song. But, man, like, everything that you're explaining reminds me of this. I'm going to play it a little bit. It won't play long, so it won't. Yeah, it's that, that little, is it an African kid? Yeah, yeah man, like, bro, that stuff, like, gets me to chills, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know, I've always, like, just really appreciated music. Mm. And it feels like music speaks when we can't. True. But, like, listening to that song, I'm like, man, because I've been, like I said, been struggling with, with everything. And, and mm. I was like, man, you know. But I heard that song, man, and I kind of got teary, and I'm like, man, like, God, forgive me for not being grateful because this video is, like, seven- or eight-year-old kids out in a third-world country who are singing, saying that, man, thank you for the rain, thank you for the pain, 
Mm. It's a beautiful day. Like he's still saying like, man, I don't care about anything, but it's still beautiful. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it really made me appreciate uh, where I'm at in life, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like, man, sometimes we get so caught up in the struggle. We get so caught up in the day to day life that we fail to see the big picture. Mm. we fail to remind ourselves like, Hey, like, you know, one of the big things that I was talking about was like taking a step outside of our voice, right? Like taking a step outside of what's going on inside our head. But I wasn't even doing that. But once I really thought about it, I'm like, man, like God, I'm in a good place right now. Thank you. You know, I appreciate it, man. If these guys can, can worship you and you know Mm. what I would consider one of my lowest and what am I doing crying around for? Yeah. You know? Um, but also there was another song. It's called Love Yours by J. Cole. And it just really spoke to me. Like, because I'm in this point, like, where I'm not really feel like, I feel like I'm not really hearing God. Mm. Um, but I'm like, one of my prayers is like, God, speak to me in a way that I can understand. Mm. And he's been using, like, in this test, your religiosity, right? Like, because yeah, yeah. you like listening to hip hop, things that aren't like considered worship music, right? Like, yeah. But it's like God, like, uses these things and he, like, speaks to our soul, like, speaks to our spirit, man. Yeah. And nothing else can even penetrate. Mm-hmm. And man, that flipped my whole freaking, like, month around last week. Um, and then coming in this week and then just being bombarded and, man, rushing into the room and, Sorry, guys, there was a train. There was another train. Like, I'm like, man, we took a detour. And then there was, like, four cars coming through. Like, the train part. Like, <laughs> I'm like, man, like, you know how we we get, like, I for me, I get, like, really bottled up. Like, yeah. ah. Yeah. But it was like, man, but as we were having a conversation today, I was like, man, that's why. Yep. You know, thank you. This is just the beginning. Yes, sir. Um. But it's like, God, forgive me for not being grateful. But it's like, man, it, but what that J. Cole song was saying was like, really, there's always going to be a better car. There's always going to be a bigger house. There's always going to be something better than what we have. Yep. But we also have more than what we used to have, right? And it's not even just about possessions, but it's more like mental clarity. It's more like inner peace. It's more like, you know what I mean? Like feeling well from within. Um. And yeah, that's kind of what it made me think of, bro. Right on. Right on. And that, and it's, well, real quick, too, it's crazy that you, the th- couple of things that you said is like, you know, forgive me for not being grateful. Or, and then mm. one other thing I say is like, forgive me for losing faith. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like, and, but I don't think that I do. Like, I don't think we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we question. I think it's just probably natural order of things, but also to, Oh, and then like the music, but like, oh, uh, speak to me in a way that I'll understand. Yeah. Like I totally get that with that music. Mm -hmm. Cause like I put mine on shuffle. Yeah. And then for some odd reason, like this song come up and then like, it just changes my mood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. It's just like, but a lot of times I don't even take the time to think, okay, that's what that was. But in (laughs) hindsight, you know, like later on, like, okay, yeah. Yeah. So you, you get out of my head, bro. That's what I was saying about you. Yo, get in there. Yo, get out of my head. <laughs> Give me my head back. <laughs> Boom me then. That's my head, not your head. <laughs> That's a triple entendre. <laughs> okay. 
That is episode 118. All right. See you next week. <laughs> We'd like to thank all our sponsors. <laughs> Man, uh, I think like what, like even to carry on this conversation. Speak on it. Speak on it, bro. On it, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it. I feel like we freaking are beating this one down pretty good. <laughs> I speak on it, but we're all kind of uh, similar. Um, but to go off of like everything that you guys were saying, I think like one of the biggest things that I've learned in this season of mine has been to be compassionate with myself, mm. to be nice to myself. Um, and, and this is what I always like share with my clients and stuff is like, man, for like the world's already hard enough. And man, when it comes to us, like I know for me, like when I go home, like man, I start analyzing, I start overthinking. Then it goes down to like, oh man, you're not good enough. And then it's like, man, look at all these people. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you look like they say you're doing a good job, whatever, you know, like that's where my mind goes, right? But in all that, like bro, like I've had to like start saying, man, you know what, Randy, man, you're doing the best you can. You're doing the best you can with what you have. You know, you get up every day and you're resilient, man. You're, you're loved, man. You're valued. You're cherished. People look at you and they admire where you're at. Not that we're anything special and not to like, we're, I'm not tooting my own horn, but what I'm saying is like, it's like, man, like I remember praying for these things. I remember thinking of these things like, man, never having, you know, whatever, but it's like, I had that same perspective. Like I would often magnify the mountain rather than magnify my God, you know, and man, it's like coming to find out the mountain is a molehill. Mm. It's real freaking small, Yeah. but I've blown it up into something that's bigger than it should even be. And really at the end of the day, man, like I have to uh, continually encourage myself and say, man, no, Randy, you are a good person. You do have a good heart. You do love people. You like you value relationships like man with these two gentlemen and like man it, it, it's like the race is so hectic at sometimes I feel like man I fail to take a step outside and be like man no Randy you got it going on. You know and my therapist is the one that reminds me of that and it's like you know like man like it seems like so easy, but it also seems hard to do in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's to speak nicely to yourself, to be like, to believe in ourselves, right? Like, and it's amazing, man. That's kind of where I'm at because it, like, I don't know. I think one thing I like about what you were just saying is that you were speaking in the present. It's not, you know, I'm going to be okay or I'm going to mm. succeed. Or I'm going to make a difference. It's like, I am. Mm-hmm. I am succeeding. Yeah. I am okay. I am making a difference. I am valued. I am loved. I am cherished. You know, like, it, it is. Yeah. Not, it's it's not going to, you know, something that is going to be. It is. Yeah. And I think, like, for me personally, like, like you say, you know, be, I always like to tell people, you know, be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. And yet. I hardly, you know, there's times when I don't take my own advice. Yeah. It's like I, I'm the hardest one on me. And 
and and and like I I can I can completely relate to how you you know um you're, you're saying like we're not trying to toot our own horns we're not trying to boast mm-hmm. be boastful uh you know we're, we're talking in all humility here but it there's something to be said about speaking the truth yeah and I know these things are true because. I know they're true for you because I can see them. I'm on the outside looking at you and say, "Yeah, those those are that that's that is true." I could say they're true for you yes. and and that's how I get my confirmation is from outside sources too. Like, okay, it might be hard for me to wrap my head around that, but if somebody else is telling me and they're not biased against <gasps> me the way that I am, yeah, then there's got to be something there. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And I was just starting to think about um <clears throat> I read something today where it was like, it was a picture of an empty seat and there was a caption. Um, the empty seat was like faded out and then the caption was like, this empty seat is for all those addicts that never made it back. And I was just like, whoa. And then it just got me thinking, like, I know, you know, I've had to bury people that never even made it to recovery. You know, and it's just like <clears throat> to be to take to take stock in how far I've come to take stock in like how far those around me like Pagadi, favorite Indian, how far you guys have come. Like we're miracles because there's been so many that we've had to bury mm-hmm. um, that we are miracles. And that's kind of like what I was getting from what you're saying, Randy and JC, was that. We got to take stock in how far we've come and just be like, yeah, thank you, Bharatiya, for guiding me, helping me through these seasons in my life um, because I wouldn't be able to do it without you. And I wouldn't be able to do it without these people that you surrounded me with. And, you know, just like continue to lean on Bharatiya as we move forward. Because um, I'm always saying, you know, I don't ever want to feel accomplished because it was in the past, like whenever I felt accomplished, like, I made it. I arrived. I made it to three years. I made it to four years. I did it. I made it. Like whenever I started thinking that way, then I was like, then I <laughs> fall back, and then before I knew it, I was drinking again. Mm-hmm. Um, in the past, so you know, definitely taking stock in how far we've come, celebrating those marks, but also you know remembering when I seen that picture today, I just, like thought of those that I've had to bury you know, due to substance abuse or addictions. And, like, I prayed for their families today. Mm-hmm. You know, asking about it, dear, to continue to comfort them. Um, you know, because they've buried a lot. Yes. And it's like, I got to pray. I mean, I, I got to pray for them, but I've got to continue walking. I'm going to continue walking. This is, like, my own kind of personal resolve for them. Because they never got to see a day or they went back out. They never came back. Like, I got to continue walking. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember early on in recovery, walking the Red Road, <clears throat> I lost a high school classmate to OD. And he had just, you know, relapsed. And within a month, he OD'd and was gone. And it's like, I was talking to my sponsor at the time, and he was kind of, he was kind of a dickhead anyway. I fired him after a month, but he <laughs> was like, yeah, some of us have to die in order for the rest of us to live. That was like, oh. that was his initial thought. I, that was the first thing he said. And I was just kind of like, 
I was pissed that he said that. And I was like, how dare you? You know, like I wanted to like cuss him out and everything, but he was my sponsor. So I just held my tongue. And then he went off and started talking about other things. I don't even remember what he talked about, but I just remember that. I could still see his face and he was kind of like arrogant about it. Oh my gosh. And, but I think his delivery of that saying was, and it wasn't very timely, but over the years, I can see the truth of it. Yeah. You know, because I think what that saying saying is that could easily be me. That could easily be me. Yes, sir. That person that never makes it back if I go back out. And so, yeah, being good to ourselves, taking stock in how far we've come um, is, is, is a good thing. It's something that we need to practice regularly. Yes. And I know, like, so, like, my last meeting with my therapist, uh, we were talking. Um, so, like, one of the biggest things that was causing me frustration is, like, being a doer, right? I'm constantly moving the goalpost. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yeah. I'm constantly moving the goalposts, and I'm like, okay, this is done, and I got to go boom, like a boom, 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 and just kind of, like, I remember when there was nothing going on in my life to, like, now where it's, like, whatever, you know, it, it is what it is, and, but I was, like, work myself up, and and I'm like, man, you know what I realized? And she's, what's that? I go, man, I don't take time to appreciate my journey. mm because I'm constantly moving the goalpost, I'm never satisfied with where I'm at. And because I'm never satisfied, I feel like I'm a failure when really the reality is, like, we've accomplished all these things. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, we've accomplished them step by step and we've continued to go and we've been disciplined and we've, like, been trustworthy. We've been, like, all these things, right? Like. Yeah. And I never took stock into that. Like, I never mm. thought about it. Yeah. But it's like, man, having that epiphany, right, with the music and then, like, all that other stuff. I'm like, man, you know what, God? I really want to start practicing what you've been showing me about, you know, being nice to myself, speaking good things, like, but feeling in a, it, feeling better, you know? Um, but that was, like, the biggest realization, the biggest takeaway that, that, that I got. And it was like, man, like that meeting uh, with my therapist, like we kind of got to a point now where she kind of understands and she knows me now and I'm really comfortable, you know, like I'm really comfortable and, and it's kind of like, uh, it, it, it is like unspoken words because it's like, man, I look forward to these two. That's what does it for me, man. And it's like, I'm reminded like even tonight, like, man, God, forgive me for not being thankful. Mm. Forgive me for not, you know being joyful in the rain forgive me for not being joyful with the pain you know mm. like not that we're supposed to or whatever but it's like man we never take stock like for me i never took stock into that and it's been tough but it's like you're, i'm unlearning this stuff mm. i'm unlearning like and i think the biggest thing for me one of the biggest takeaways is like i'm becoming more aware of myself and how you know what i mean yeah like how I respond or, or how I react um, and, and really learning who I am. Yeah. I can absolutely relate to that moving the goalposts. And mm. like one of the things that I, I, I've kind of realized, you know, that I'm guilty of is that putting conditions on my happiness. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like I, I'll be happy when this happens. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. can only be, I'll, when this goes on or this event happens in my life, then I can be happy. Yeah. yeah. Then I'll be free. Then I'll be you know. But then, if I look back to two years ago, I'm doing things that I said then. Yeah. And yet here I am. Okay, now the next thing I'll only be happy when. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But really, what it is is I can stop and I can say, you know what, and life is good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm mm-hmm. doing good. It's not perfect, but nothing ever is. Yes. And, and that's another thing that I'm guilty of too is like you know trying to make you know thinking that something has to be perfect. Yeah. Right. Like everything just has to be a certain way. Then I can be happy. But I can't just. It's like love. You can't. You can't put conditions on love. Because then it's not love, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's something else. And so, like, to try to put caveats and conditions and say, okay, well, I'll be happy when this happens. Yeah. But no, I can choose to say, you know what? I'm in a good place. I'm safe. I got some bros that, you know, I can turn to when I need them. I got all these, you know, different outlets. And, 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 and hey, I haven't drank in, or used in nine years. Hell yeah. What about that? Mom. What about yeah. that? <laughs> yes, Shit, sir. Man, I'm happy. Nine, ten years ago, man, I was miserable. Man. Miserable. Man. And then, and today, like like, like you said, like, who am I to complain? There are other people who are happy with very little. Mm-hmm. And, and here I am saying, okay, well, I have those things, and they're great, but I will only be happy until... And it's no, I, I, what I have to do is stop putting conditions on that. Yeah. And say, I'm going to be happy today, right? Not today in this moment. Yeah. Because this moment is the only real time there is. Mm-hmm. There's a few minutes ago and there's a few minutes from now. But right now, I'm good. Like, man, I'm in a good spot. Like, we just had, like, this amazing news before we came on. Chilling with, you know, people that... I love and I trust and I, you know, I enjoy being around mm-hmm. doing something that we all enjoy, like, you know, feeding off your positive energy. Yeah. It's so like, I have no room to complain mm. ultimately. And yeah. another thing too. Okay. And not to go off on another, like, uh, I think it was today. It was either today or yesterday. Uh, I was coming in from lunch break and I noticed there was a bike at the bike rack Yeah, and boom, I just remembered, Oh man, I remember riding my, my bike around. Mm-hmm. I remember having to go, you know, all over Billings on yeah. that thing. And here I am trying to complain around about, oh, my car won't warm up fast enough. I'm sitting here <laughs> trying to act cold and wait for it to, you know, the heater to blow hot. You know what? I ain't walking. Yeah. I ain't riding wa- a bike. Mm-hmm. There's no heated steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, I mean, this, that, that thing right there it just kind of made me think, like, man. How far I've come. Like, I went from walking to riding a bike. Now I got a car. Mm-hmm. Shoot, man. Nine years from now, I might be in a spaceship. Who knows? Be a pilot. Be a pilot, bro. Yeah, yeah. Hot flying, air balloon. Flying us to gigs. Yep. Flying in PJs. <laughs> Get in, boys. I got this. And we'll fire up the old jet. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to spin it, Randy. You'll be out in the front trying to spin, <laughs> spin the rotor. Me I got Randy. this on clearance. <laughs> Dog is just gonna get us over there. Trust me, man. I got this. I got this. <laughs> me and Randy outside spinning the propellers, <laughs> jumping off the wing, <laughs> and then rushing in to get in. Well, let's go. Let's go. Running side by side. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the parachutes? 
otter in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go. Well, all right. Good. Yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, I think good, it, I think we pounded that sucker. I beat that. Beat that dead horse into a pace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that crazy fact that. Hey, not you, Karen. Not you, girl. We would never beat you. You're too pretty and beautiful. Here's some apples. I didn't meet him physically. <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar, boy. <laughs> we shall beat the lion out of you. <laughs> <laughs> what is that I meant from? Beat the boy spiritually. <laughs> that little big man. Oh, oh, oh. Miss Pendrick's husband. <laughs> lying, boy. Reverend Pendrick. Yeah. You're a liar, boy. You know how to drive a puggy? Yes, sir. That good. You're a liar, boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're going to say fun fact. Or what? Oh, that Egyptian Weird. fun fact. Remember, it was like dead, uh, they used dead mouse pace for toothaches. That's what oh. I was saying. That we beat that dead horse into a pace. Oh. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that old Indian trick from the Egyptians. Mm. I still want to know how they the Egyptian Indian those things trick. out. Like, mm, the what? pyramid Indian trick. The the pyramid oh, Indians. Yeah, I, think uh, I think we're related to them. Uh, That's yeah. where we got the headdress from. Yeah, they all have headdresses with the long tails. Mm, they have those big res dogs. Oh. Uh, oh no, they, they have res cats. The res dogs. Oh, those oh. big res cats, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were res oh, cat. <laughs> those are actually, they're depicting antis. <laughs> <laughs> They're fierce. <laughs> What's the first thing you think of when you think of a res cat? No Don't tell. No tell. And it's just like vicious. You try to pet it or pick it up and it scratches the shit out of you. It's all wild looking. Yeah. Dude. And they bark. They bark. <laughs> 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 Res, I mean, that's that's an often uh, uh, overlooked subject is the res cat. Yeah, res cats, man, they're mice killers. Mm. I remember Mighty one, hunters. I remember man, one time uh, my, my daughter had a cat, and we were, we had the door open. Yeah. As soon as we see this mouse come in, yeah. and man, right after that, that cat just just like that, boom, no chance that poor mouse. Yeah, I I was like, holy cow. mouse killers, man. My grandma used to sing a song. You see. Yeah, like kitty gadas and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, like she really <laughs> sing to her cats. <laughs> she Man, has exactly like her pets were humans. <laughs> Talk to her. Yeah. Man, I, 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 you guys come over and I, I'm always talking to Oreo, man. Most of the time I'm cussing him out, but I'm always talking to him. It's like, come on, let's watch some TV. And he'll jump on my lap and we'll watch a basketball game. But I remember when we were kids, my, my daughter, my sister, uh, she had a cat. His name was Biscuits, and man, that cat was mouse killer, man. Every t- I feel like every time I seen it outside, it had a mouse in its mouth and just kind of trotting around, just killing them field mice. You know, there's some places they say they're, they're, they're they say cats are an invasive species. What? Because they kill all these like rare birds and st- they uh, just kill. Yeah, like they don't need to, but it's their instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part, it's hardwired into them. But they, oh man, they I kill see. all these <laughs> technology, <things>. man. <laughs> technology. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just these hybrid cats. <laughs> no, it's technology, cats. bro. I don't know if you guys ever seen this a couple of years ago. <laughs> There's this lady, like she found a like a baby squirrel. And I was like, I'm, I'm like about to die, and she nursed it back to health in her house. 
for a few days and then like or maybe a week or two or something and then she went to release it and she like went outside of her house and put it on a tree and she's like go oh, you're free and like really talking like that and while she's talking to it this cat comes out of the blue and <laughs> grabs it and she's screaming at the cat she's hitting the cat man i couldn't stop laughing that's um <laughs> <laughs> just took that squirrel out right there man remember they did that on family guy too did that, they um that stewie and uh his brother, uh, what's his name? Oh, Chris Griffin. Uh huh. They they had that beat up old squirrel, and they really took, they reacted like it was their child. Yeah, they were fighting over it like a like a married couple or whatever. Yeah. And at the end, it was like finally okay, and they were letting it walk out. And that Brian, the dog, came out of nowhere. <laughs> 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 I wonder if they've seen that squirrel show. Probably where they got it from, but yeah, that's what. Yeah, because that squirrel thing, it, it's older, maybe about four or five years, or maybe older than that. But yeah, she's already standing there, and then her husband or something, then like he's trying to hit the cat too. And man, I was laughing, man. It's like that dark <laughs> oh. res humor, man. I was laughing so hard. I probably watched it about 20 times. You say the internet's undefe- undefeated. Nature is undefeated. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll close out there with the episode. Thank you, all our listeners all over Flat Earth. Keep spreading unspoken words, gospel, Billy Graham style, our unspoken words, disciples. We appreciate all of you, all our sponsors. You know, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys, our listeners as well. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week better and bigger and stronger than ever. Yeah. Uh ho. Uh-huh. With that we are uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. What's up, Holler Richie Boy? This is your favorite Indian JCB. Hey yo, it's Randy B, aka Pod Gotti. Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.